please leave me a rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. Thank you. They want to fix a system that's already broken, but they're too angry to do so. Mm-hmm. So the anger is the barrier that they're avoiding. And Mindless Behaviors is saying, hey, wake up. <laughs> so usually I have <clears throat> I open up each episode with a joke. Um, and I, f- I found uh, some in my book that aren't really jokes. They're just statements. So I'll say one and then you say yes or no. <laughs> okay. And if you agree with it. Um, I think we'd all have better opinions if we didn't have to agree with them. Yay. All right. I have a lot of beliefs, but what are the chances that they're all right? Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't always have to agree with me, but please try to do so whenever I happen to be right. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this one? Hot sauce and opinions are two things we put on boring things to make them sound more interesting. (laughs) Yay. Okay. (laughs) I've recorded this episode months ago, and so the dates for the Mindless Behavior events, a series of interactive psychologically investigatory performances, are long since past. But Beatrice will be speaking on June 2nd as part of the 2019 Unveiled Beauty series. Unveiled Beauty, Cultivating You, is an empowering and inspiring series of talks for women by women. Every Sunday from April 28th to June 2nd. In this episode, Beatrice and I talk about the brain, our habits, and what's really going on in between our ears that messes stuff up for us. Check out Beatrice at MirrorInc360 on Instagram. Here's the episode. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Your Eulogy, podcast where we talk to someone about their life so that we can talk to them about their death. Today, my guest is Beatrice Adenodi. Um, she uh, has a, um, a, a marketing consulting company called Mirror Inc. Productions, which you do marketing, consulting, events, branding, helping uh, companies with their image and how to draw on their audiences. Is that about right? Yeah. Is this your thing or is this something you're part of? Are you the boss? I am the boss lady. Okay, right on. And you have a sister company, and this is the reason why I wanted to talk to you, called Mindless Behaviors, which has been doing a three-part event series that is exploring the unconscious, and that's called Smoking Mirrors. Yes. And there has been one. One is in two days, but that is before this will be released. When is the third one? The third one is December 12th. Okay, this episode should be up by then, so... I am off by over two months. I'm sorry, Beatrice. I'm an inexperienced podcaster, and I messed up the timing. If you live in Minnesota, you can see her this June 2nd, 2019, at Unveiled Beauty, Cultivate You, that cool series I talked about a moment ago. Since I have your attention, later in this episode, Beatrice will be talking about masks and self-discovery and mindless behaviors. All of this has to do with a platform of emotional self-awareness that she implemented in her event series, Mindless Behaviors, which was an interactive, performance-based, self-help-ish thing. It's cool. It's like if Tony Robbins read a mindfulness book and wasn't incredibly threatening. 
we can we can promote that a bit before it comes out. Okay. Um, and mindless behaviors is along with I've just learned a boy band. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that I had never heard of. But <laughs> yeah. At, at first, I was like, man, you're getting a lot of publicity. You got a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, to, to quote your website, mindless behaviors is a human liberation program that addresses deeply rooted issues that are scarcely vocalized in society. It opens our mind to new perspectives and alternate alternative ways of thinking. So. Um, that is that is the theme of the day. That's what I want to talk to you about: the unconscious um, habits, things like that. Yes. And I've I've been talking for a bit. Um, any corrections? No, everything is correct right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where does um, this come from? And have you always been like this? Um, yeah, why why do you think you got pulled in this direction? Well, I've always thought of the world as being I didn't understand it. And growing up, I was told to do different things and when I challenged it, it was just like or saying um ask many questions, they're like, "No, you just do what you do what you're told and or you get punished for it." Mm-hmm. And I struggled through school. I struggled through a lot of situations, even um, relationships in my life, because some things just don't make sense. So as I grew older and through time and, you know, I got into marketing and events. If you want to if you really want to talk about a world, um, human behavior, you just all you got to do is just go out, go to events with me, and you you'll see. I just cannot believe people, <laughs> the things that people say, the things that people do. It's unimaginable, and they're not thinking. Because if you go back and said, "Why did you do that?" They're like, "I don't know." So, in a combination of my personal life, my careers, and my relationship. I start to say like, you know, I start to see the same problems over and over again um, in different situations, different people in different places. And I'm just like, you can, have you ever thought of this way? And you're like, no, no, I never thought about it. I was like, how could you never thought about that? And so when you start to dial back, which when I started writing Mindless Behaviors and started to build this organization, it just gave me a playground. Wow, this is what I've been thinking about. So me really honing in and me really paying attention to people, I'm like, wow, this is the, these are the patterns I've been seeing since I was growing up and now I can make sense of them now. Why do we do things and like fidget with things? Because we constantly avoiding things in our lives. And like when people are compulsively washing dishes or cleaning houses or basically breaking up that relation. Um, they just came from a relationship and they broke up. They broke up with one person and they go right back in another relationship with another person is because they never really sat with their pains. And our systems told us to like, you know what? No, life goes on. But life goes on within the message that we need to sit with our pain and understand <laughs> what life is. Yeah. So, um, learning those lessons and then being able to move forth in a more enlightened way is better. So a lot of the fidgeting is the avoidance of a major problem.
What were you avoiding? Or what have you in the past avoided uh, mentally? I mean, you sound like you've always been pretty uh, productive and 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 um, working a fair amount, um, mm-hmm. kind of busy. Yeah. Do, do you think that's part of your personality, or do you think that you have been running from something, or like trying to like you know chasing stability or something like that? Well. In one sense, I was cha- I was basically trying to keep up with the system that doesn't serve me. <laughs> That's one. And then, uh, and there- which system is that? You're just talking about society at large. Yeah, society at large. Because you you got to get this good job. You got to get this. You got to do that. But I started my business in the sense of oh, I'm going to get more clients and stuff. And it was more work than I expected. And then I went back to a full time job. So I was always chasing money. Till I, till I got tired of it. But my avoidance, I did avoid it something. I gave people too much rope and I enabled a lot of bad behaviors because I saw their patterns and I was, ab- I was paralyzed on how to articulate it to them. So, or they would do stuff to me that I did not really... Um, come to term I didn't really confront them with or I I would casually talk to them Mm. but they wouldn't you know they would react in a way that they made me invisible so yeah have you always been the more responsible one do you have siblings yes I do are are you the oldest yes I am (laughs) not that that I mean (laughs) it's a Sounds like you're a bit uh, supportive of people being. I don't think codependent is the right word, but that word's been used a lot lately. Um, There's a lot of codependency. I have a I have a lot of codependent people. Do, do you feel like you are drawn to drama, and you like being the um, the lighthouse in the wild sea of human emotion? It's not that I'm drawn to drama. It's just um, it, it it attracts me. And when I want to get into my little mental place <laughs> and knocks on my door <laughs> and like me being someone that I mean, wants to help people, it's kind of like you put yourself in situations that you never thought yeah. you would be in. I mean, you made a website inviting drama back in. You're like, hey, mindless behaviors. <laughs> people come to these events and tell us your drama. Because I am. I'm ready. <laughs> I think you are. I think you are. I'm not. I'm ready. I, it was unexpected before. It was un. It was unconscious before. I am very conscious because I know how to contain it, and I have dominion over it now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any practices or, or anything to help with your mental health, like you know, meditation or faith or exercise? Um. So I do listen to a lot of meditative, a lot of meditation music. Um, I do say the I am mantra. I am where I am powerful. I am like peace. I am hope. I am love. Oh, that's cool. I don't know about that. Is it, what's that about? It's a it's a mantra. It's it's almost part of the um, Christ consciousness um, aspect. So it's more of like bringing drawing your higher self into you and like bringing you one to your bring you bring yourself one. You know, and um. Being able to ground yourself 
and be connected to um, to reality to the earth you live in. So um, I do have um, I do unconsciously have different forms <laughs> of meditation. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like one out of a few of them I do. Do you think masks are are useful just that we overly rely on them and, and we designate people too quickly or designate ourselves too quickly? Or do you think we could get rid of it completely? Um, I think that um, some people don't even know that they have masks on. And um, it's not necessarily getting rid of, rid of it, but being aware of what, um, what environment you're walking into. You know, if I had to be that professional person in this room, I am consciously knowing that this is what I need to do in order to get this job done. Or if I'm the fun or, you know, if I want to take my mask off and be the fun, um, loving person that I am in my social circle, that's I don't know whether that's a mask, but that's you coming to your own life. I'm not saying that mask is a wearing a mask is a bad or good thing. I'm just saying that you need to become aware of the yeah. mask you wear. Yeah, I think that's that's beautiful and that's a real good thing to hear. Um, that really clicked in my brain. It's it, it seems to relate with something that a lot of people are getting wise to, which is like you know the mindfulness craze of it's not that emotions are good or bad or anything, but you just have to be aware of them and know how to express them. Yeah. I know how to express them because we are very, we've been unconsciously thought that emotions is bad. Mm. So women are hyper emotional and men cannot be, cannot afford to be emotional. But that broke the communication barrier because it actually did the opposite. <laughs> so, in the sense that it's, yeah, there's a lot of backwards in our world. <laughs> so, so, like men. Um, Hannah Gadsby just said something really funny. Um, she's a Australian comedian, um, and she said that like men, men have been taught that like yeah, women are the emotional ones and men are just reasonable, and so that when men have emotions, we don't recognize them as emotions and we just think that it's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> so say like, if I'm really angry, it is because I'm supposed to be angry, <laughs> <laughs> and that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What do you what do you say if I said what if this whole um this whole goal and and technique that you're doing with mindless behaviors and smoking mirrors is a behavior that you're doing to distract yourself from your own life by thinking that we can address and diagnose people's um, emotional um, unhealthiness. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think of that? Uh, I never, like you're trying to fix us, and what if we're not fixable? That's the that's the failure of that, though. We're not fixed. I'm not trying. We're well. We're not trying to fix you. Um, just there's no fixing. <laughs> um, it's almost like it's just awareness of it. So um, I tell people in every event that I do just because I write a platform of mindless behaviors doesn't mean that I don't have them myself Mm. I'm just 
I'm just a bit I could just be a bit aware I'm sometimes I'm not aware but it's stuff that is relatable and I feel like I think that people say oh is this a therapy or is this a psychology thing or is this kind of like a form of fixing I feel that that's kind of like not something you can never fix something that has already been um, shattered but what could do what you can do is just you can become aware so you can make better decisions so this is basically this whole platform is teaching people how to communicate mm. it's a communication tool that's a that's the failure of that though we're not fixed i'm not trying to, we're well we're not trying to fix you um just there's no fixing <laughs> um it's almost like it's just awareness of it there's no fixing okay let the <laughs> all right and okay if you're reading this message this means that i have passed away i have left my body to move forward to the next chapter of my undying life my physical my physical life was filled with mysteries challenges triumph and unconditional love from my family friend, family and friends that i hold dear to me that taught me every lesson that I could ever learn and imagine with many golden nuggets wrapped up in a beautiful bowl. See, the lesson that I've learned through my life is never to be afraid to live. Do what you want, fail, love hard, travel, and most important, never stop learning. There's only one you made of powerful magic. That was great. Thank you so much for coming on being interviewed. Um, it was real fun talking to you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, I will put um, your information at the um, along with this episode. Um, your eulogy is produced, edited, and the music was done by me, Matthew Schneeman. If you have any questions, you can email me at your eulogy mail at gmail.com. And that's it. I will see you next week. All right, bye.